we can be seated. Hallelujah. I greet the saints in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. Jesus, who was buried, but he rose again. Jesus, who ascended to heaven, but he is coming again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, the Apostle Paul said that if Jesus had not risen from the dead, you know, this gospel would have been in vain. Hallelujah. So we thank God that Jesus died and he rose again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, as they have said, my name is Philippine. Um, I'll be sharing with you the word of the Lord this morning. And before I do so, I would love to greet you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I also would love to greet the the leadership of the church. I want to greet also our pastor, Pastor Siale and Mamoruti Siale, and Pastor Elijah in his absentia. And I just want to thank you for the opportunity to minister the word to the children of God. And I also want to honor and appreciate God for this platform, this platform that I hold in high regard. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, this morning, the theme of our message today or the topic is thriving in an unfamiliar land and then the small and sub theme it says standing firm in faith when the odds seem to be against you um, the theme of this month is stand firm you know I'm one person who I struggle many times when there is a theme and I have to preach you know in accordance to the theme but you know, when, when God gave me this message, it was before I knew I was going to preach and I, before I knew um, that, you know, what is the theme of the month. And when I heard about the theme, I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. You are so faithful. At least now I'm going to preach in accordance with the theme. Amen. Last week when Pastor Matlangu opened the, the, the month, um, he, he spoke about that um, it is important for you to know what you stand for. Because if you don't stand for anything, you will fall for everything. Hallelujah. And he also gave points on where or how to stand firm. He said, we stand firm anchored in Jesus. We stand firm anchored in prayer. And we also stand firm anchored in God's promises. Hallelujah. Um, so my message, as I said, it's thriving in an unfamiliar land. But before we go any further, can we please pray? Hallelujah. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord, we come before your throne of grace. My Father, we are sitting here at your feet, God. We are ready to receive from you, God. We are ready to be fed by you. My God, I want to pray that, God, as I am standing before your children, God, may you speak through me, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I am just but a vessel. And God, the vessel cannot receive honor. Only the master of the vessel is the one who should receive honor. My God, may I serve in accordance to what, God, you have called me to do. In the name of Jesus. And I want to pray for us as your children, God. God, as we are sitting at your feet, that Father, may our hearts be ready to receive. In the name of Jesus, may this word, O oh God, when it's spoken, my Father, may it minister to our hearts. May it bring change, O oh God. May it encourage us. May it rebuke us. May it correct us, O oh God. May it build us, O oh God, in accordance to your 
will. I come against every plan of the enemy to steal the word. In the name of Jesus, I come against every distractions of the evil one. I declare that God, none of us, O oh Father, shall leave this place the same. My God, all glory and honor belongs to you and only unto you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Um, I want to look at the definition of thrive. Uh, you know, what does it mean to thrive? Uh, one thing is to grow or develop or to be successful. That's what it means to thrive. Another thing is to progress towards or realize a goal despite of your circumstances. Amen. And then also, what is the definition of unfamiliar? Unfamiliar is something that is not known, something that is strange, something that is foreign. And as I said that we're going to talk about thriving in an unfamiliar land. I just want to say this before I start that the message is not saying, you know, be comfortable when things are not going right. I am not saying accept that things are not going right and you sit there and you be comfortable. But the purpose of the message is that when things are not going right, how do you remain standing? How do you remain alive in that situation? How do you remain standing in that situation? As the theme of the month says, standing firm. Um, the anchor... Um, the anchor scripture for the month is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. But then verse 13 says, we put on the full armor of God so that after having done all to remain standing. How do we ensure that after the storm, we remain standing? Hallelujah. Uh, our main theme for today, our main scripture is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 4 to 11. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build houses and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. And work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says. Do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. Do not listen to their dreams because they are, not, because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised, and I will bring you home again. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. This is where we end. This is the message that the prophet Jeremiah to the children of Israel who were exiled into Babylon. And I'm sure you know for some of them they thought, ah, we're going to be here maybe for a few years. But now the word of God comes and says, you are going to be there for 70 years. I'm sure some when they received the message, they were like, excuse me, are you telling me that you know, I'm going to be here longer than I expected? 
And I'm sure there are people who, went, who got exiled and they felt they did not deserve to be there. They were like, but God, I was not part of those who rebelled against you. I was not part of those who did not live right. Why am I here? And now you are telling me that I should build a house, that I should start planting, that I should dwell in the land. I want to go home. Hallelujah. And it is the same with us. You know, when you are in a situation and it seems to drag longer than you expected. Sometimes you go through a storm and you're like, let me hold on. You know, in a week or so it will be over. You know, in a day or so it will be over. But then the storms drag longer than you, than you thought. A year passes by and things are not changing. How do you thrive in that situation? How do you make sure that you do not die in that situation? Hallelujah. And the truth of the matter is, we will encounter challenging times. I believe we already have. We encounter challenging times. There are those times that are shorter. There are those times that are longer. Hallelujah. But we need to find ourselves or we need to be able to live and to thrive in such situations. You know, I have also personally went through difficult times, you know, a long, long, long season, you know, of difficulty. And I'll find myself saying that, God, I have been in this long desert, in this dry season for too long. When is it going to end? When am I going to come out of this? Amen. When we read in John chapter 16, verse 33, in the New Living Translation, it says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows but take heart because i have overcome the world jesus says in this world we shall have many sorrows but we need to take heart because he has overcome the world for us hallelujah hallelujah you know there is a saying uh, that i once read um in in this other book where it says do not die in your winter you know, we all know there are seasons and sometimes winter looks like everything is dead. But it says don't die in your winter because that winter is not permanent. Hallelujah. Paul had a thorn in his flesh. He prayed unto God. God, please remove the thorn. He prayed the first time, nothing happened. He prayed the second time, the thorn is still there. He prayed the third time, the thorn is still there. And then the third time God said, my power is made manifest in your weakness. My grace is sufficient for you. God was saying to him, still with the thorn that you have in your flesh, while it is still there, know that my grace is sufficient for you. I just want to encourage somebody this morning that in the trials and tribulations that you are going through, the grace of the Lord is sufficient for you. A time of trial is not a time to die. At times of trials is not the time to give up. But I want to encourage somebody and say, rise up. You know, I will say, get up, take a bath, put on lotion, put on a nice clothes, walk tall. Know that the grace of the Lord is sufficient for you. You are not there to die, but you will come out victorious. Hallelujah. John 10 verse 10 says, the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill and destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. 
When the enemy comes or when the enemy strikes, his purpose is to see us dead. He wants to steal the joy of the Lord from us. He wants to steal the truth of the Lord from us. He wants to steal the word of the Lord from us. He wants to kill us and eventually destroy us. But Jesus says, I came so that you can have life and have it in abundance. Hallelujah. Then how do you thrive when you are in that place, that unfamiliar place, in a place you don't understand, when you are in a situation where you don't know, you know, when am I going to come out? You don't know which, you know, sometimes they say you find yourself between a rock and a, high pla- and a, and a hard place. When you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it when you see the light at the end of the tunnel, it brings you hope that I am coming to an end? That this is coming to an end. But sometimes you look, you try to look further, you know, as much as your eyes can take you. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. What do you do? How do you thrive in such a situation? As a child of God, how do you remain standing when things seem to be going so wrong that it seems like nothing is going to ever go right? The first thing is you must know that it is temporal. Hallelujah. There is a saying in Shitsonga, it says, Leshinga heriki shashola. In Sipedi, says, feeling shashola. I don't know in other languages, Zulu, Venda, but I'm sure you get in Shona how, I don't know how you say it in, in other languages, but I believe you get the message. There is nothing that is permanent. Hallelujah. Know that it is temporal. It will pass. It might take long, but it is going to pass. And as I said that, don't die in your winter thinking that this is the end of your life. It is not the end of you. Hope or help is on the way. Hallelujah. God said to them, you'll be there for 70 years. I mean, if you are to think of 70 years, it's, it's, it looks like a, it's a lifetime. But this is what I love, what God said in, in verse 11. And you know, this is the verse that we all love, right? We love this verse. For I know the plans that I have for you. But if we are to go back and understand, good, when God said this, what was happening? I want to encourage you that as you encourage yourself with this verse, know that even in that situation, in that difficult trial, God says, I know the plans that I have for you. You might be there longer than you expected, but I've got good plans for you. I've got good plans for your future. I've got good plans for you. It is not going to end there, but I've got good plans for you. Hallelujah. God says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Hallelujah. And we need to know that God's promises are true. The Bible says, That faithful is he who promised. When he promised that I will be with you until the end of time, that is what he means. Hallelujah. As as Sister Kulu said, God is not man that can lie. He's not a son of man that he can change his mind. I know sometimes the situation may seem or may say that, ah, God has forgotten. He has not forgotten. He is still there with you. And I want to encourage you that hold on. It is not going to be forever. Help is on the way. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2 says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. This tells us that, you know, we will go through deep waters. 
We will go through rivers of difficulty. We will go through the fire, but those are not going to consume us. So I want to encourage you that stand firm. It is not the end. It is temporal. Help is on the way. It will come to pass. Hallelujah. Then the other thing that will help us to thrive, you know, to be successful, to stand and, you know, to, to be fresh, to be happy, to be healthy in difficult times is to seek the Lord for direction. You know, many times when we are troubled, you know, it is very tempting to want to do things our own way, you know. I believe it's, it's, it's a natural thing that when you find yourself in a dangerous situation, you want to find a, a quick way out, you know, to save yourself. The Bible says that there is a way that seems right to men, but its end therefore leads to death. I want to encourage you that when you go through that time, seek the Lord's direction. Not everything or not every good way that seems good is good. Not every way that seems right is right. Hallelujah. Psalm 109 verse 5 says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. God's word is the one that directs us, that gives us direction, you know, that tells us that what is it that we need to do? How do we navigate this situation? When you are in an unfamiliar place, you don't know the kind of terrain and the dangers of that land. Sometimes you think you go this way, you think I'm going to be safe, Gandhi. You are jumping from the pen straight into the fire. But God is the one who will be able to give you direction that how do you navigate this situation? How do you navigate? How you, do you get to safety? Hallelujah. You know, sometimes the seasons that we go through, you know, can bring about anger. And bitterness, it can bring resentment, it can bring pride, it can bring, you know, disobedience, it can bring unfaithfulness. But we need to remind ourselves of the word of God. Hallelujah. Imagine there is somebody whom you know that this person, I'm his enemy. Not my, he or she is not my enemy, but I'm their enemy. They hate me. They are doing everything in their power to destroy me. It can be at work. It can be in the family. It can even be at church. Right? We do come across such situations. How do you navigate? How do you make sure that, you know, whatever you do, it is in line with God's word? Hallelujah. When we study God's word, it gives us direction. Hallelujah. The Bible says, love your enemies. Pray for them. And I know it's not easy, but that's what God expects from us. And what I have seen is that when you pray for people who hurt you, you are, not, you are actually not doing it for them. You are doing it for you. Because in that way, you are saving yourself from anger. You're saving yourself from bitterness. One person once said that unforgiveness, it's like you're drinking poison and you expect the next person to die. Unforgiveness hurts you more than it hurts the next person. But when you forgive someone, you realize that, you know what, I, I was in a prison, I let myself out of prison. And the word of God teaches us, it teaches us that when I am in this situation, what is it that I need to do? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We need to study God's word. It is the one that will give us direction. It is the one that reveals God's heart. It is the one that gives us solution. I want to encourage you that do not stop to study God's word, even when times are hard. I know, you know, sometimes when everything is hard and, you know, it's so... You know, so discouraging. You find yourself so confused. Sometimes it is not easy to study the word of God. But I want to encourage yourself, you that push to study the word of God. Because the minute you don't have the word of God, what is the enemy going to do? He's going to replace God's truth with, with his truth, which is lies. Hallelujah. And we'll end up holding on to the lies of the enemy, thinking that it is the truth of God. Do not neglect to pray. You know, sometimes it's hard to pray. Hallelujah. But do not neglect to pray. Even if the only thing that you say is, God, help me. That is enough. When we read in Psalm 107, the Bible gives an account of different people who went through difficult times. This is what I love in the New Living Translation. It says, they said, God, help. You know, they didn't pray a long prayer. They just said, God, help. Help me, Lord. You know, when we, we, we read the story of Bartimaeus, the Bible says he shouted and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What it takes is for you to just cry out and say, God, help. Hallelujah. I love to say this thing that God, if I were to ever fall, I'm not saying backslide. If I were to ever come across situations, that makes me to be on the ground. I don't want to fall on my face. I want to fall on my back so that I can still be able to look up to heaven and call out to you for help. Hallelujah. May we cry out to the Lord. You know Hannah, we remember the story of Hannah. The Bible says that when she was praying because you know she was troubled, she, it came to a point where words were not coming out of her mouth, but she was, the lips were moving and the, the, the prophet uh, Eli thought she was drunk. And you know, in that prayer, God answered her prayer. She was praying for a son. After that prayer, God gave her a son. She was not able to say much. She was just praying in her heart, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. You know, people could not even hear what she was saying. What I'm encouraging you is, no matter what happens, don't stop to pray. When David was attacked by the Amalekites, the Bible says that he asked of the Lord in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8, should I chase after this band of, ra of raiders, will I catch them? And God said, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. I want to tell you, child of God, that not all battles are worth fighting. Hallelujah. Not all situations are worth entertaining. When we, f when we seek direction from God, there are things that will tell you that let it go. And I know human nature will say, hey, I want to tell him or her. But God says, keep quiet. Hallelujah. Keep quiet. Some things are not worth saying. Hallelujah. The third thing is, do not conform to the standard of the place you find yourself in. Never forget who you are. It is very much important to know who you are. When, um, when Joseph was in Potiphar's house, and the Bible says that Potiphar's wife was always coming after him. She was saying, come and sleep with me. He refused all the time. He said, how can I sin against my God? He was in a foreign land. 
He could have said, "Hey, happy here I'll be in trouble. If I die, nobody will even know where my 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 grave is. Nobody will know what have happened was it what has happened to me." But he stood his ground and he said, "I am not going to do it." He ended up running away. We know the story, right? He ended up in prison, but he stood his ground. He knew who he was. Hallelujah. Sometimes the only way of survival may seem like I have to do, you know, things for me to survive. I have to do, you know, what is done. There is a, a, a saying that says, when you are in Rome, you do what the Romans do. Child of God, you don't do what the Romans do. You do what an Israelite Israelite does. When you are in a foreign country or in a foreign land, you do what a Christian does. Do not forget that you are a child of God. Be proud of who you are. You stand for the truth and you say if I die I die. You know there are those people who will say We don't do like that. Hallelujah. We don't take off for those sorry for those who did not understand. They'll say I will take off this jacket of Christianity and put it there so that they can know me well. Do not forget who you are. I know it's tempting, right? You know somebody will until they want to get a reaction out of you. Child of God, I'm encouraging you. Do not forget who you are. Hallelujah. It might not be easy, but do not conform. The Bible says that we must not conform to the standards of this world. That's Romans 12 verse 2. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. Do not conform to the standards of the world. And 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 says, "Though we live in this world, we are not of this world, and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We don't fight like the people of this world. We fight on our knees." Hallelujah. You know most of the Jews who were in Babylon, you know we remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and uh, Daniel. It was during this time when this uh, when these words were written by the prophet Jeremiah. There were so many Jews who were taken into captive and when they when 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 uh, Nebuchadnezzar um made that statue and he said everyone must bow. Guess what? a lot of jewish people bowed because they felt like we are in a foreign land we do according to the laws of babylon but i love what shadrach meshach and abednego did and i believe daniel although he is not mentioned in that passage of scripture they refused to bow because they knew who they were i want you to declare upon yourself you know and say unfaithfulness is not my portion corruption is not my portion Stealing is not my corruption or my my portion sorry gossip is not my portion I am a child of God I have been bought by a great price I have been washed by the blood of Jesus this is not my portion and you say I refuse to be a bitter person I refuse to be an unforgiving person. I refuse to be an angry person. You know you speak to your situation and say I refuse. You know as I said when I was going through this difficult trial, you know, it was easy it could have been easy for me to hate the people, you know, who were hating me. But I used to pray and say God, unforgiveness is not my portion. Bitterness is not my portion. 
This and this is not my portion. And I started to declare upon myself that God, I am a woman of peace. I am a woman at peace. I am a woman of love. Declare upon yourself, even if it means that you have to speak it with tears in your eyes. And you say, I am a forgiving person. I am a faithful person. Hallelujah. I am a child of God. I am a prayerful person. Yes, it's hard, but I'm going to go on my knees and I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. The fourth point, choose to remember the goodness of the Lord. Remember what God wants to you through. Psalm 103 verse 2 says, My soul, do not forget what God has done for you. Choose to remember the goodness of the Lord. Lamentations 3 verse 21 to 24. This is still the prophet Jeremiah. It was during this difficult time. Jeremiah was not in Babylon though. He was left there in, 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 in Israel. But he lamented, you know, if you can read the, the book of Lamentation, in my language we call it Shirilo Shayeremia. King in Spedi. Dilo. Yeah. You know, he was crying, he was lamenting. But I love this in, in verse 3. He says, Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies they never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will have hope in him. Remember the goodness of the Lord. It will bring hope into your life. When David was faced with a giant Goliath, he said, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from the Philistine. When we remember the goodness of the Lord, what God has done for us, it gives us courage. It strengthens us that if God took me through that, he will for sure take me through this. Hallelujah. There is a song that we love to sing that says, God of the mountains, he's still God in the valley. God of the good times, he's still God in the bad times. God of the day, he's still God in the night. The Lord who took you through last year, he will still see you through this year. Have hope in the Lord. Hallelujah. There, there is a, 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 a clip that I once had. It was a TikTok clip, but it was a message, you know. Hallelujah. This person said, even if God does not heal me, but I still know him to be a healer. Even if he does not provide at this particular situation, I know him to be a provider. I know it may be difficult, but I want to tell you that God is still able to do what he said that he will do. You say that even if he does not come through for me, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, that even if he does not rescue us, we are not going to bow. Encourage yourself in the Lord. I want to encourage you. Encourage yourself in the Lord. There is a song that says, when I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back. One person said, Gimoni Jesu. Isn't it wonderful when you say, I have seen him. I know him for, you, for myself. Whatever happens, I have seen him. 
I have seen him to be faithful. I have seen him to be a rescuer. I have seen him to be a healer. I have seen him to be a provider. I have seen him to be a victor. I have seen him. I know him. And he does great things in my life. Even if it seems like in this situation, it seems like nothing is going right. But I know God to be my provider. Hallelujah. I might go to bed hungry today, but I know him to be a provider. And that's such kind of a faith that I want to encourage us as children of God that let us have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I come to the end of my message, and then I thought to myself, you know, as we're talking about standing and thriving in this unfamiliar situation, maybe there's something that I should have started with, but this is what I want to leave you with. Invest in prayer and the word of God. They will sustain you when you find yourself in difficult times. This is how you prepare for difficult times. One person said, it's either you are in a battle, you are coming out of a battle, or you are about to go into a battle. I want to encourage you that invest in prayer and the word of God. God said to Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 17. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more. For the journey ahead, oh, the journey ahead will be too much for you. Child of God, get up and eat some more. Don't wait for trouble to strike. Then you'll say, that's when I'll start studying the word of God. Hallelujah. Invest in prayer. Invest in studying the word of God. Invest in knowing the truth of God. And that is what is going to sustain you. Hallelujah. One person once asked someone, why do you keep on listening to the word of God? Do you remember what was preached last week? If I can ask, how many of us remember the message that was preached two weeks ago? By show of hands. Yes. Oh, wow. Thank you. How many of us remember the message that was preached on the second Sunday of last month? But this is what the person said when they asked him, why do you go to church? Because after a few days, you forgot what you, what you heard. And the person said, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast two days ago. I don't remember what I had for lunch, you know, last week, Tuesday. But the food that I ate has sustained me until this far. This is what I'm saying to you. Invest in the word of God. It's the one that will give you fuel. Hallelujah. Do not stop coming to church, child of God, even when times are hard. Do not stop studying the word of God, child of God, even when times are hard. You know, that word that you had last year that you forgot is the one that helped you to stand up on your feet. That word that you had five years ago is the one that is still sustaining you today. That is the truth that is still making you to stand even today. Hallelujah. As you enjoy the mountain, when you're going through a season of peace, don't neglect feeding on the word of God. Because a time will come when you will need that nourishment. Let us not neglect to study the word of God. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage someone also that when you are wounded, stand up and fight strong. 
A time of wounded is not a time to sit down. It's not a time to throw in the towel. It's not a time to roll over and die. I once received this message and it inspired me, it encouraged me so much that someone said she had a vision of women who, you know, who were in a, in a fight, who were in a battle. And then the people that they were fighting against or the demons, the chief demon said, be careful of Deborah. Do not injure or do not wound Deborah. And the little demon asked why. The chief demon said, because Deborah fights best when she is wounded. I want to encourage warriors today that when we are wounded, may we stand up and fight our best. Many times when we are wounded, we want to give up. Don't give up. Be that kind of a person who says, devil, you have touched me. You touched the wrong person. I'm going to show you what I am made of. I am a child of God. I am not just a person. I am a child of God. Hallelujah. Where are the people who will rise up and say, devil, you touched the wrong person. You touched the wrong woman. You touched the wrong man. You touched the wrong child. You are not going to do this. I'm going to stand up in power and you're going to regret the day you came my way. Hallelujah. Because that's what the devil wants. He wants to wound us to a point where we never stand up and rise again. Hallelujah. May we rise in power. May we thrive where the enemy expected us to die. May we stand firm in our faith even in the midst of challenges. Ephesians 6.13, as we have read, said, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Hallelujah. Let us strive in the time of difficulties, children of God. It is not time to throw in the towel. It is not time to give up. But it is time to rise up in power. It is time to rise up and say the the power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that is living in me. I think sometimes the problem is we do not understand the power that we have as children of God. Hallelujah. Can you please stand up on our feet? Amen. Hallelujah. I would love for us to pray. I don't know the challenging situation that you are facing. I don't know the tough times that you are going through. I don't know the test and the trial that you are faced with. But I want us to go and we pray before God and say, God, help us to stand. We want to remain standing. We want that at the end of the battle, we are still standing. We want that at the end of this season, we are still standing. We are still alive. We are still healthy. We are still sane. You know, we are still powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to sing a song that says there is a race that I must run. We are in a race. We are in a battle. We need God to give us power every hour to be true. We need God to strengthen us each and every minute of the day that we may be able to stand. We will not give up. We will not quit. 
We will not retreat. We will not surrender. We are not going to compromise our faith. We are not going to forget who we are. We are not going to bow down to the enemy. We are not going to, you know, give in. We are going to stand and we are going to rise in power. We shall remain who we are in the name of Jesus. We shall continue and we shall stand as children of the Most High God. The enemy will be surprised to see us thriving, you know, even in the midst of difficulty. The enemy will be surprised to see us smiling when he expected us to be crying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a race that I must run. There are victories to be won. Give me power every hour to be true. There is a And I'm at a point where I don't know what to do. I feel like I am so hopeless. I 
Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I am the door. Nobody can come to the Father except through me. And I believe we all know this verse that says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. If you are here in our midst, I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. And God wants to give you an opportunity to receive him into your life so that you can become a child of God. Hallelujah. If there is someone in our midst who says, I want to receive Christ. I, I, I don't know Christ. Or I once was in Christ, but I moved away because of things you know, along the path that I want to come back to Christ. Can you please raise up your hand if you are in our midst. Hallelujah. 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 We bless the Lord. Amen. We thank God that Jesus is our Lord and Savior and we are going to heaven. Amen.